1: Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Well, I have to tell you that this was not planned in this way, but it's amazing that my guest up next is George E. Koontz, and he is the author of Is There Life After Football? Surviving the NFL, and here we are the day after or the morning after the Super Bowl. All right, George Koontz is the former Super Bowl champ. He's the contributing author to Is There Life After Football? Surviving the NFL, which draws upon the experiences of hundreds of former players as they describe their lives after their football days are over. I'm not sure we want to think about after because we're just in it, and it was so exciting last night. It also incorporates stories about their playing careers, the analysis of the bubble-like conditions of the privilege that NFL players experience while playing And examines the key issues attracting former NFL players in retirement, such as social isolation, financial concerns, inadequate career planning, psychological challenges, and physical injuries. And uh, there's really an awful lot on this. You can go to Facebook.com and you can uh, log in for George E. Koontz, K-O-O-N-C-E. And, you know, it's amazing because there we were uh, last night. Uh, with the Super Bowl and the brilliant and I'm, I'm going to read this here but the brilliant Tom Brady needed a huge play by an undrafted w- rookie to preserve New England's 28 to 24 Super Bowl victory over Seattle which was last night but Brady's imprint was all over the Patriots sensational fourth quarter rally for their fourth NFL champion of the Brady uh, Bill Bel- Belichick era so what he says is you know whatever it takes says Brady, and every team has a journey, and he, it's just a great, great feeling. But it, it's pretty amazing, and, and uh, as soon as we have George with us, we're going to talk about this because it's it's an amazing thing how at the last minute the Patriots came through. Welcome, George Coontz. Hi, George.
3: How are you? Can you hear me okay?
2: Hi, can Can you hear me?
3: Yes. Yeah, I can. Good.
2: I think it's amazing, George. I was just just telling our listeners, I think it's amazing that I would have you on the program the morning after the Super Bowl. I didn't plan yeah. this.
3: Well, I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. I think we have a lot to talk about.
2: Yeah, well, you know what? I, I mean, before we go on with the book, what are your impressions? And, and you know, based on what you saw last night, you know, the, the Patriots came through at the last minute. It was just an amazing victory how does all of this tie in to your book
3: well you know most players, you know when uh, it was an outstanding game you know and there was probably about hundred and six players uh on both sides, you know uh together uh there's fifty three players on each uh team and and uh so most players are not really prepared for the end of the career even though there are signs that their days are, uh, are about to be over uh mm-hmm. so it's a it's a it's a bittersweet uh Time for a lot of them. Uh, I know I've, I've had a chance from a personal standpoint to be on, uh, to be on both sidelines. I, I was very fortunate to win Super Bowl Thirty One, and then, uh, really? then the next year we went back and played the Denver Broncos, and we lost. So, uh, unfortunately, I kind of know how uh, both, uh, both sidelines or both teams are feeling uh, today.
2: Yeah, that, that's uh, pretty amazing. It says that you played professional football for a decade. The majority of those years with the Green Bay Packers, with whom you won the Super Bowl. And then after this, you've held positions as Senior Associate Associate Athletic Director and Director of Development at Marquette University, and at Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and many other places. So, right currently, you're Vice President of Advancement at Marion University. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was reading to listeners and I was thinking about this as I was reading. It says that you know one of the things that you discuss in the book are what players face in retirement. Isolation, financial concerns, inadequate career planning, psychological challenges. You know, it it's tough. I mean, I know as a broadcaster, it's it's not sports but it's the same thing you're performing. And I I think what I'd like to find out because I know it affects me at times Many times when we love to perform, no matter what it is, and we're not doing that anymore, it's hard. Or even when there's a lull and we're not performing and it's a time, how do you How do you help people, or how is that addressed in the book, to help people live happy lives after they've had these amazing, tremendous highs?
3: Right. Because, you know, no, no matter what job I, uh, I have after my playing days are done, I would never get that high or that feeling uh walking around uh or working downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh the same feeling I, I received when I was in Lambeau Field, uh with seventy five thousand people yelling, uh and screaming and, and cheering you on. You're not gonna uh, you're not gonna get that feeling anymore. And uh, there's a there's a void and uh a lot of players are uh, when they leave the game, they go through uh, a heavy bouts of uh depression and uh, but uh, a lot of them they have the skills and the experience to to work themselves through it If they surround themselves with a a support system and uh, the same type of support system they had when they were playing uh a youth football or middle school or high school or or college uh, we all had a support system around them. Uh, around ourselves. So if you can have that type of support system to help you transition into everyday life, you're going yeah. to be very, very successful.
2: Do you think part of it is, George, that your identity becomes the game? You, be- you are the game rather than rather than the inner part of you.
3: Most definitely. You know, um, you know uh, with me, it started uh, very young. I started, pl- my mom got me involved in, in all different types of sports, basketball. Uh, football and track and it didn't take you when i was playing when i started playing when i was around nine years old it didn't take you no more than 30 minutes to recognize that i had something special and so from nine years old to 32 uh football was a big part of my identity and then when i left the sport i uh, felt like a part of me died and uh and that was very very tough but i was able to pull myself up by my bootstraps and, and find something else in life that was very, very meaningful. Uh, had to find a new passion. I uh, Had to find a new purpose in life because I. And
2: what was uh,
3: that? Yeah, and and, and for because at at one point in my life, I thought running around on the football field <laughs> was my purpose in life. And and uh, my wife told me, George, you're more than just a, a a football player. We can't reinvent who you are. We just have to to redefine who you are. And I found out that. Uh, you know, uh, that giving other students an opportunity to live out the American dream
2: uh, mm.
3: is my purpose, and that's my passion. So I got into fundraising, and, and my current job as Vice President of uh, Advancement at Marion University, I give uh, a students a chance to, to live out that dream and, and, and get a, a quality college education.
2: Wonderful. Do you also, George, talk to them about life before, during, and after so that they're realistic about it.
3: Oh, most definitely, because uh, uh, you know the, the reality is only <laughs> only a, a, a half of the percent. So uh, there's about four hundred and fifty thousand student athletes uh, around our great nation playing on Division One, Two, II, or Three, and only half of one percent is going to make it. So ninety nine point five percent will not. Go on to play professionally.
2: Right. And
3: uh, I just let them, I just try to stress that, hey, look, you have to get that education because that education is the ultimate equalizer. And uh, that's something that once you get it, once you have it, no one can ever take it away from you.
2: Exactly. It's kind of like being a, an actor, really, the same thing. You know, how many really make it? And that right. doesn't mean the others aren't good, but how right. many really make it. You know, how do you feel or, or do you know, is the NFL aware of some of these potential struggles that the players have after retirement? And are they being more proactive?
3: Oh, they do. They do. Because uh, you look at uh, one of the guys that was in, uh, that's going to go into the Hall of Fame, a guy, uh, uh, I think they announced that yesterday or, or Saturday, that Junior Seau, who played for the San Diego Chargers and went to Southern Cal, you know, he took his own life back in May 2, 2012, and uh, he was an outstanding individual. And uh, I think uh, when he took his own life, the NFL really beefed up and, and started spending resources and giving a lot of players information about the importance of the afterlife of, of football or the afterlife of, of sports. And uh, I think they're doing a, a, a much, much better job uh, I think there's some room for improvement, but I think the NFL is on the right track.
2: Yeah, yeah, very important. Um, You know, NFL players are often separated from the rest of the world, including their wives and their families, because the attention to the game is is paramount. How do you cope with that and cope with it then and then cope with it after they retire? Well,
3: you know, in the book we talk about – being in, uh, a part of, or being in the bubble, and uh, I entered into the bubble when I was nine years old, and I was very fortunate to be there until I was thirty-two. Uh, it was almost a blessing and a curse because you know uh, I, I I I went to class with athletes. I went to to dinner, breakfast, and lunch with athletes. I practiced. I studied. I traveled. I did everything with athletes, and uh, and and that was. And that was okay, uh, but I just wish I would have been integrated more into the college campus or into the community when I was uh, playing for the Green Bay Packers, because a lot of times we're we're insulated, and I think the reason why they want us uh, inside that bubble because they feel like they can control uh, control our schedule, control the the structure, and by uh, controlling that, they feel like they can have a uh our influence on the on the, on the outcome and, and the outcome is to to win football games
2: has to be very very disciplined you know we got a couple minutes to the break and then we'll come back but you know i've had people say to me you know this is a very violent game it's almost like the gladiator days and, you know even though it's football it's very popular but there's some some violence and injuries and what about the injuries you know what about the head injuries because you know if you look at this it, it people are basically tackling each other
3: right right it's they're a, heavy it, they're
2: not this is heavy stuff <laughs> a lot it, of is.
3: it is and and and, and injuries are a part of the game, you know because uh, there was a, a a survey that was uh uh that was did probably back in two thousand thirteen by by the washington post and and about ninety percent of uh former uh, professional uh, athlete said that uh, uh, that they sustain a concussion or played with a concussion during their playing days. So it's uh, you know it's a, it's a tough sport, but we love it. It's, I think it's a part of our uh, of our the fabric that makes up our great nation. And I think and, yeah, I think uh, what
2: you're saying is it, injuries are part of the game that you yeah, have to it, not that you're looking for it, but you have to know that it could happen. There's a probability. Right.
3: Right, and uh, and one thing about the game, you're always going to play hurt because when you get to the playoffs or throughout the season, you want to get little bumps and bruises, you know, uh, so a lot of players are going to play while they're hurting. But the key is not to really play while you're injured, you know, right. such as playing with a concussion or things like that because it will come back, uh, you know, the, uh, to hurt you.
2: Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, so fascinating that we would be interviewing George Koontz the day after the Super Bowl. George's book is Is There Life After Football? Surviving the NFL. George E. Koontz Jr. played professional football for a decade. The majority of those years with the Green Bay Packers, with whom he won the Super Bowl title. And he is now Vice President of Advancement at Marion University. We're going to come back, and you certainly can call us after the break. uh, If you're listening live, 866-472-5788. And the announcer will also give out that number. If you have a question for George, we're going to talk more about, is there life after football surviving the NFL? Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We'll be right back.
1: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Join host Tracy Marciniak and her celebrity guests every week for a show that takes you inside the world of dance. What's it like working with stars like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift? The experts share their stories and the behind the scenes secrets. Plus, inside tips to become a better dancer, instructor, or studio owner. Dance on over to the Voice America Variety Channel every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific for Dance Talk Radio.
1: If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We have such a timely subject, if you are listening live which is today, February 2nd, 2015, because last night, February 1st, was the Super Bowl. And the Patriots won, and they won at the last minute, but they did. And my guest is George E. Coombs, who played professional football for a decade, and the majority of those years with the Green Bay Packers, with whom he won the Super Bowl title. After the NFL, he had several positions, and he is now... The currently the vice president of advancement at marion university but he's worked with marquette university university of wisconsin um, milwaukee with the green bay packers so he's done so much and he's carolina university as well his book that he wrote with james holstein and richard s jones he's the contributing author to this book is there life after football surviving the nfl couldn't be more timely welcome george welcome back
3: I appreciate so, it. Thank you, Patricia.
2: You know what? Um, you know, you, I'm sure you are out there on the circuit giving talks, right? Yeah. And people are asking you, what is the question you get most often from people who hear your story, read your book, they come up and say, George or Mr. Coombs, what's the next question out of their mouth most of the time? Or a comment. <clears throat>
3: um, they, they ask, uh, Patricia, they ask me the question, uh, was it all that you thought it would be uh, and, and, the, and and the question, uh, this is what I tell them, I said, well, uh, growing up in eastern North Carolina uh, in a very socially and economically deprived area, at nine years old, I had a dream of playing on Sunday and I, I didn't have a clue what all that entailed, but now that I look back, it, it, it exceeded, it exceeded what I dreamed it mm. would be. Mm. And it was amazing it was an amazing ride to be able to to travel uh went to uh, uh basically traveling the world went to Tokyo to play uh, the Green Bay Packers to play the Kansas City Chiefs and, and and to travel all throughout our country and 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 meet some outstanding individuals and uh it was uh it was um it was a privilege it was a privilege
2: and it was worth all of it
3: yes and I would do it all over again even though i had uh, 11 concussions, uh, 7 really? surgeries. Yep. I will do it all over again.
2: Wow. That really says something, doesn't it?
3: Yes. Wow.
2: Uh, all right. What, Um. let's talk about, you know, being an NFL player, NFL player means having the structure of competitive athletics, social support, and it has to be around your career, What's the psychological impact on the players you know when all of a sudden, after this is over, and you were just saying it, now they have an average job or they right. don't you know they don't know how to handle their money well they've done well, but maybe they're they make investments that aren't strong what's your comment about that? Where can they get the help
3: well there there's a lot the n f l uh, there's a lot of uh uh, resources and information uh, uh, at their fingertips. I know every uh, NFL team has a director of uh, player engagement or director of player development. And that individual uh, job is to, to help the, the the young players with their uh, transition into the National Football League and also helping the veteran players with their uh, transition transition out of the National Football League because we know that the the uh the, the average NFL career is about three and a half years. And um and we use the uh we kid all the time in the locker room uh, about NFL stands for not for long. So even though yep, not for long and even though we we understand that the career is very, very short uh to a man uh they they would say Uh, I'm going to play 10 years. I'm going to play 15 years. They don't believe that they're going to be the average, you know, because uh, throughout their whole uh, career or life, they was uh, 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 the extraordinary uh, person or athlete in their community, on their team, at their university. So uh, for them to think that they're just going to play three and a half years, which is the average, they they don't feel like that 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 shoe fits them.
2: Yeah, interesting. Wow, not for long. Just yeah. <laughs> interesting. So there is support in place. What you're saying is, after the NFL, there are people, administrators in the NFL that are helping helping players make the transition.
3: Oh, most definitely. But the thing, but the key is, uh, if you're not ready to hear it. Uh, you know there's no use of really having that information readily at your yeah. you know disposal because yeah. a lot of those players are young you know they come into the national football league at 22 and 23 years old they feel yeah. invincible
2: wow exactly and,
3: you know. sure.
2: George what is before we go what mm-hmm. were your impressions of the game last night how how I mean from everything you've seen What's, what's the impression and what's kind of the – oh, what's the word I want to use? Like almost philosophy. What's the message of last night? Maybe that's the way we'd say it.
3: Well, I just look at the, the New England Patriots uh, going into the fourth quarter. They were down uh, by 10 points, and they were able to, to come back and win. And I think uh, that game is uh, – I think a sport is sometimes – you can look at it as a uh, as a microcosm of life, uh, mm. uh, and I know it's a cliche that we always use. It's not how you how you start is how you you end. Are you finish, yeah, right. And uh, uh, but I truly believe that uh, I, I truly believe it doesn't matter what neighborhood uh, you're from, if you're uh, if you're willing to work, if you're willing to get an education, you have a chance to, to live out the American dream and you just have to surround yourself with some people that have your best interest at heart and when i look at the uh, uh the new england patriots i think they uh embody uh that don't quit never give up i think it's just like their city uh i've never really been to boston but i've i've had a chance to play with some uh with a couple of guys from uh from that city and uh they they uh, no matter what happens uh they will always give you their best, yeah. and oh, that's uh, a great, great I, role
2: model and a great, yeah. and as you said, a great message of you know you can come back, you know even if the in the tenth hour, the eleventh hour, you can make it happen. Yeah, yeah. This this was wonderful, George. Just stay on the line, but I just don't want to ask you how can people find your book and learn well, more can, about what you're doing.
3: Uh, Barnes and Nobles is carrying uh the book, uh Amazon.com. Is carrying the, the book, uh, uh, nyupress.com. You can okay. go on and, and, and purchase the book, uh, Is There Life After Football? surviving in the NFL. And, and, uh, we can substitute football for broadcasting, for soccer. We can substitute, uh, football for volleyball, uh, military. Uh, please get the book. It's a great read.
2: Thanks so much. Stay on the line with us. Thanks so much. My guest has been George Krups, who played professional football for a decade. The majority of those, of those years with the Green Bay Packers, with whom he had won the Super Bowl title. And his book that he has written with James Holstein and Richard Jones is Is There Life After Football? Surviving the NFL. Get this book. It's really wonderful. All right, folks, that wraps up. This edition of Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. Would love to hear from you. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now.